Welcome to the Everyman Sports Podcast, the show for fans, by fans. No former pros, no so-called experts, just real passionate fans. From outside on a porch to inside a living room, in the parking lot of a stadium to the dining room table, friends and families chat about their teams, their games, and what makes them cheer. This is Everyman Sports. Hello and welcome to another episode of Everyman Sports. My name is Chad. I'm the owner-operator of this podcast. Our number is 626-427-7678. That's 626-427-7678. And you can find us across social media at Everyman Sports. Uh, with me is my dad. How you doing? I'm doing grand. Grand. Let's talk about the week that was in the NFL Week 10. Started off with the surprising Oakland Raiders. Keep surprising. 26-24 over the Chargers. Uh, we aforementioned. That was competitive the whole way. It really was. Uh, Rivers throwing three interceptions, not looking too good. Josh Jacobs running all over the field. He had a big game, too. Right. So is this, is this the end of the line for uh, Rivers? or No. There's, there's more gas in the tank. There's more gas. He just, you know, he needs... He needs to either beat up on a weak opponent, or he needs uh, he needs to just throw it up to his players instead. I don't right. know. Uh, Lamar Jackson is adding to his possible MVP credentials, forty nine to thirteen, including some serious spin moves, Madden like on the uh, on the field against the Bengals. He's a highlight reel. He really is. Um, the uh, Bears get off the schneid at home against the Lions, 20-13. to Didn't have to worry about their kicker in that game. Um, speaking of kickers, it was a rough one for the Chiefs kicker. 35-32, to a loser in Tennessee on what, could have been, what was supposed to be a game-tying field goal attempt, but a block right at the line uh, in, Pat, in Patrick Mahomes' return. Did the Titans have any chance? I don't think so. That's a that's a tough division, and I mean, they, no, I don't think so. Well, the Colts the Colts don't look as solid as they once did. Well, they don't look as solid as they once did, but I, I feel like there's a big enough gap that they're ahead. Plus, now they're coming off the bye. Jacoby Brissett should be healthy. Should be. Um, Every look. game is played within a touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's a sign of a good of good coaching, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. So, so Tennessee beats Kansas City. Kansas City not looking. I mean the the curse is real. Mahomes is back, but I mean this is a team. What are they six and four? I mean this is this is not what you would want out of a, out of a Chiefs team that really should have gone to the Super Bowl last Who, year. Who's going to challenge him? Who Kansas City in that division? Yeah. Uh, right now the Raiders. They're a real surprise, aren't they? They are a surprise. Now, do I think the Raiders are a better team than the Chiefs? No. However, you know, this is also Andy, Andy Reid, and we know what he he does best, and that's not doing much of anything. But there's more upside. Yes. There always are. Oh, my God. No way. Look look at this. All right. Another bomb. You're currently watching the uh, Steelers-Browns. uh, that are happening as this... As that makes it goes deep again. <laughs> and did he get it? Yeah. There you go. Let me see how many yards it is. We'll have to see. We'll have to see that come up. Look at that. Um, and you were right. You were right. I'll tell you what. I'm, I'm going to give you credit. Uh, Atlanta 
going down to New Orleans. I didn't. I had them dead to rights, twenty six to nineteen, um, and the Brown uh, Steelers still couldn't cover that that fourteen point overlay. Uh, really? So there you go. Uh, and yeah, that was a week after they uh, the Falcons had jumbled around their assistants and their coaches. They responded. Uh, and this is pretty much their Super Bowl, so they were able to to overcome the Saints, twenty six to nine, big game. That, that was that was the biggest shocker today. Uh, yeah. Or Colts going down. I mean, the Colts losing to Miami, sixteen to twelve. That that one's a little rough. Uh, Miami undefeated in the month of November, so good for them. They keep covering the spread. Uh, they do, and they keep getting farther and farther away from Tua. Uh, yeah. At, yeah, well, at this point, I hope uh, I hope Tua enjoys uh, his chili four way or five way, but we'll see. Right now, it's the damage Tua. Well, that too, and we'll get to that. Um, Bruce Arians uh, welcomes in his old team and beats them thirty to twenty seven against Carolina. Or uh, I'm sorry, the Cardinals. Uh, speaking of Carolina, they could not go. In, they almost went into Green Bay, tied the game. However, on a snowy day, uh, uh, goal line stop. By the Packers stop um, run CMC, and they go down. Yeah, as they run the ball, right, in, in the snow, on the grass. I mean, don't you need a mutter type back for that? Yeah, but you would – look, I mean, McCaffrey's a good one. I, I don't know. I, yeah, I, but, but he's a shifty nifty, right? I know. I guess they hope uh, just, just enough of a runner. I don't I know. I think they should have run it earlier and then passed late. Well, should have, would have, could have. Yeah. So you have to – yeah. Yeah, that was a 58 year. Um, in a game in which the defense ruled supreme, and it was a question is, was the def- were those defenses that good or were the offensive that inept? Pittsburgh holds off the Rams 17-12. to in- Well, the Rams have huge problems. I mean, they really do. I mean, there's no way. I- at this point, they're not even making the playoffs. I'm sorry. I don't see them. But, but, but haven't they given the uh, golf a big contract? Yeah, of course. But and and then what about the running back? I mean, we haven't got the right story since since in the uh, the end of the the end of the last year. Right, just before the Super Bowl, is he? What's wrong with him? Oh, nothing's wrong with him. Oh, by the way, he has um, uh, arth- an arthritic knee. So no, well, well, that, well, that doesn't you know that doesn't cure in ten days. N- no, that doesn't cure in seemingly a lifetime. So yeah, so but the I mean, this game had this game had everything. It had. Uh, safeties, multiple defensive touchdowns. I mean, if you look at what the defensive themselves gave up, yeah. uh, like I think the the Rams gave up like four def- like offensive points. That was, I think that was about it. A, a field goal and one extra <laughs> point. I mean, that was about it. Um, yeah. I mean, the Steelers were pretty much the same. I think they yeah. Like when you look at what the def- they were odd numbers that you would never see come up, and so it was really interesting. Um, Minnesota goes down to Dallas and gets rid of their. Uh, they can't win on the road. Schneid twenty eight to twenty four. Um, well, that, that the Jets beat Dallas. How could could Dallas be? Well, that's a that's a good question. Um, I don't think the Jets could have gone down to Dallas to win. Dallas does have a better home right, record, right, but point. but Minnesota and Dalvin Cook specifically uh, ran he, him up. He's the best running back in the league. I would have to say so. At least right now. I mean, I, I can't believe how how powerful he is. I mean, forget about his quickness. I mean, that, that, that's just it's amazing. Yeah, he's big. He's strong. 
Um, and speaking of the aforementioned Jets, they actually won uh, against another NFC East team, 34-27. to I mean, it was pretty much evenly matched, which kind right. of speaks to just how bad both of these teams are. Um, although it was the to- it was the toilet bowl. It was, but Jamal Adams. I mean, he he was the MVP of that game on both sides. How about he he runs up to Jones, takes the ball out of his hands, and runs for a touchdown? It was unbelievable. It it, it didn't look professional, you know, on 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 the Giants' part. Yeah, and then how do you you let that happen? Don't you go down in the struggle? Something? Well, I mean, Jones had trouble. He got stripped a couple times. That's there was another one. It's like he took his lunch money. (laughs) The ball fell out, and it was. And Barkley had to reach down to grab it. Boy, Barkley, what is going on with him? He is his well, high. There's something strong about. Yeah, there's a big problem there. Did you see where he couldn't uh, pass block? Yeah, and I. Hey, hey, hey that's hey, when teams see that on film. That's what that's, that takes. That takes a different kind of courage to do that kind of work. You know, he's the elusive butterfly I love. Everybody loves him. You know, but his game is to be elusive. It's not to put his nose down and go to work. Well, not only and that's going that's to be exploited. They're going to have to actually use him as a receiver. I don't know how they're going to have to. Block. Well, not only he, yeah, 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 he's going to be tested. Not only that, but Saquon Barkley, of course, had a high ankle sprain, and that stuff. You know, you talk I, about. I know there's a lot of excuses. He's a wonderful human being. He's a great person. Well, that, I know, mean, but uh, he's not productive. Right, I understand that his personality is not going to isn't going to improve his game. However, you can't be a big pick like that and not be able to pass block. I understand that, but you know, because okay. you got to stun somebody because they, they, you know, your stand is still in there. The one coming at you. I realize that, but if you have no base, then you can't do any blocking. So let's see if that. Well, then get off the field. Well, then at this... do everybody a favor. Well, at this point, they might as well because it's not like they're going to be. Get... I mean, they're going to be fighting the Bengals for the number one pick at this point. I mean, the Dolphins are better than the Giants. I think we can agree on that. So there's that, and then probably the best Monday. Night... First of all, the fact that this was a Monday night game was unbelievable to begin with, and they thank their lucky stars they got this game. But the game of the year right now. I can't think of one. I mean that that Monday Night Football has had two of the best games this year. They had the first game of the season. They had uh, Texans at Saints with that last right. second field goal. That was a great game. But this one I think was even better. Seahawks twenty-seven to twenty-four over the now beaten Niners um, in a game. I th- I mean the Niners with, were without Kittle. I think that really hurt them. But I mean, yeah, that didn't help. I mean, but that that first half, the Niners' defense was all over Wilson. They made oh, it it, it looked hopeless for them. Right? But they, their second they half cleaned up their act. Their second half adjustments and the fact that the Seahawks' defense stood, uh, stood up and they they stopped the Niners. I mean, that game should have been a lot. The Niners should have had a wider margin. By halftime, well, I after think I the opposite their because I saw Garoppolo was exposed a bit because there was like three passes that just bounced off people that should have been intercepted. Right. No, they they were extremely lucky. And then at the end of the game, uh, Booger McFarland, you know, I'm, 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 I don't know which way to go on him. Do I like him or not as an announcer? Right. Um, I think he talks a little too much because you know, it's, uh, it's TV. It's a visual thing. But but anyway, he, he did say now, you know, everyone wants to know. Yeah, you know, so the whole country wants to know can he carry it by himself, and he couldn't. I mean, look, they're a run-first team, um, and he does just enough not to lose the game. I mean, he right. I think they're formidable, but I do not think they're going to be in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I can believe that, but I mean, right now, 
I mean, well, first of all, now puts the Seahawks squarely, and this is what I'm talking about, the Rams not making the, the playoffs. I mean, it puts the Seahawks squarely into the driver's seat of at well, least. do you think Goff and, and, and you think uh, Wilson? I mean, they're like uh, complete opposites. Yeah, Wilson, of course. But, I mean, between Green Bay, uh, the Vikings... New Orleans. Nah, New, well, or- New Orleans. Until the Vikings really won a big game. No, but I'm just saying... The jury's still out on that. Right, but I mean, the Rams, there's too much of a logjam up the, up at the top. I mean, oh, you've yeah, got yeah. all the division leaders who, you know, save for Dallas. Whoever comes out of the East is, is right, right. There's no way for them to get in. Right. Yeah, there's nothing. Because Minnesota and Seattle are blocking their path right away. And plus, they're tied. Now, now is the shine off at McVay? The- yeah. And I think that they... I mean, they got outsmarted in that Super Bowl last year, and I think that was a big thing. I mean, some of these, some of these, and, co- no, and no running game. No, especially with Gurley out and Goff. I mean, they they couldn't pass the ball. Um, Cup yeah. wasn't there. That I mean, you know, how much of a difference that would have made, I don't know. But I mean, that's one less weapon. I mean, that offense just was not what it should have been, and. They got exposed. They, it has, has not recovered. They're lucky their defense was as good as it was to keep it that close. But I mean, right, right at, un, until Gronkowski had that big catch late in the game. Yeah. I mean, that was there's a reason people call it the worst or the most boring Super Bowl because it was a defensive matchup in in as much that the Rams defense was stronger than the Patriots defense because the Rams offense was so weak. Right, right, got it. So that's that's my take on that. All right, so let's move over to week 11 in the NFL. What are some of your best bets? Well, I was thinking about uh, uh, New Orleans coming off that loss. So you like the Saints? Uh, that, uh, over the Bucks. Right. Uh, that's a five. Saints and giving five. I think five. I'm not alone, uh, like in the Patriots, you know, over the uh, Eagles. The Eagles at home. Right. So that's a Super Bowl of two years ago. Right. Patriots giving three. Yeah, I can buy Patriots that. Patriots off a loss and two and a buy. to prepare. Yeah, off a week and off a buy. Now, will rush that the Eagles can generate? I mean, it all depends. Uh, we'll see. I heard the Eagles um, wide receivers were working out with Al Pro and the head coach, not the receivers coach. So Interesting. Well, that is the that is the weak link, right? Who for uh, for the Eagles? Oh yeah, you know, pass defense and pass offense. Yeah, I mean, so it remains to be seen. But uh, you know, I, I I think New England giving three. I think that's a fine a fine take. So you like two road teams? Any uh, others? Yeah, I do. Okay, that's and, and I I did like the Steelers in this game. Right, you like to see the line was it's, two and yeah, a half. It, it's hard to get over, the, you know, national TV, and then you look here; it's fourteen nothing. So uh, I know Baker Mayfield; he's he's controlling all the other. Next to that, that big pass that you were commenting on was fifty-three yards. That was something else. Yeah, that was huge, right? That was a big one. Yeah, these uh, are big strikes. Yeah. And 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 this Pittsburgh uh, team now with this quarterback isn't built for uh, track meets. No, Mason Rudolph. No. Look, he's been doing. He's been. Want to slug it out in the phone booth? Yeah, he's been having. He's been doing a fine job when he's conscious and not, you know. Yeah, well, they 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 went zero and three, and what happens to teams that go zero and three? 
they usually go. Yeah, they gave a little strong run and then they back to who they really are. That's true. Although the um, it seems like the um, addition of uh, Minka Fitzpatrick uh, has helped the team a lot. Their record. Oh, is, oh yes, that's true. I mean, they, they. I think they're five and two since he's come over. Something like that. Like, but he's responsible. Helped, helped, been responsible for all their wins. So that was actually a good uh, pickup by them. Good point. So there you go. Um, moving over to base. What? What's up? Oh man, there's a lot to talk about baseball now, and the baseball season's over. I mean, yeah. Now everything starts up. So first of all, the awards have been given out. Um, I mean, everything we kind of figured with the Mets came true. Um, Pete Alonso. Um, voted Rookie of the Year. 29 out of 30 first-place votes, although... Fantastic. I mean, look, you, you hate to nitpick. Like, who's he was the story of New York. He was. He absolutely was in a, in a year when the Yankees, you know, almost could have made the World Series. But, um, yeah, Pete Alonso, uh, 29 out of 30, not to nitpick, but, you know, who who's the one who gives out the one vote? And so they gave it to Soroka. Who the, um, I apologize, I'm butchering the name. But um, basically, he was the, uh, the the rookie pitcher for the Braves, and the writer who voted for him for first place in in the. Uh, I think excuse me. I think uh, Schuster just got knocked out. It really hard to watch. Yikes! Yeah, there have been some there have been some rough hits that have been going on. Um, but yeah, so um, so the uh, watch this. Oh. Yeah, that ain't yikes. Got to be careful. Um, the voter who voted for. Um, uh, Soroka, he um, he basically said that Soroka's uh, numbers were pretty much the same as uh, Degrom, and so that okay. that alone, he he figured he had a better year than um, than Alonso. Okay. It's just one of those nitpicky things. Like, all right, yeah, well, it doesn't have to be unanimous, right? No, love, it's always good to have dissent. And again, another near unanimous vote uh, for Jacob Degrom, uh, the. Th- Third, was it the third back-to-back Cy Young Award winner? And, the and other, who were the other ones? Uh, Tom Seaver and Justin Verlander. So one, okay. one basically. It was in good company. I mean, good company. Like, there's one guaranteed. There's one who was a, who is a Hall of Famer. Another one who's uh, a guaranteed Hall of Famer, and then the Grom, uh, who his path should he continue. Uh, his path is already laid out for him, so we don't want to jump Fantastic. that far ahead. Um, and and, and Wheeler's a free agent. Wheeler, he did, uh, yeah. So also qualifying. Turned down seventeen million. Well, qualifying offers have gone out for for players. So the talk is is that it's likely, you know, he rejects the qualifying offer, but that doesn't mean he's not going to sign with the Mets. And actually, according to okay. according to some people and sources, they say that. You know they're actively trying to figure out, but they just did that as one of those. Hey, look, we're going to put that out there. So just in case you go somewhere else, we get a little something from that. Other Would you team. rather have him or Cespedes? Oh, Wheeler. I, I don't know what I'm going to get at Cespedes if he even comes back this year. So you know what? The devil I know. It's um, a good point. What a waste of money for them. Huh? Well, it, it, was it worth? Was it worth twenty twenty fifteen? Was it worth it to have to, to have them go to the World Series? No. Oh uh, well, I'll do it. Well, uh, let's see. There you go. Well, well, you know, when things are delivered, they they, they lose value. That is true, but still, you know what? Still having okay, that—that's okay. something big. Um, 
the MVP. Uh, so also the other rookie of the year, um, Alvarez from the from the Astros, who was a unanimous vote, which that also um, perked up everybody else's ears. Wait, Alonso's not a unanimous, but right, this guy right, is. Right, right, right. Um, and speaking of uh, Verlander, he wins his third Cy Young award uh, this year, beat out his uh, teammate Garrett Cole. Um, your managers of the year are, I apologize, his name, the Cardinals skipper and Rocco Bedelli, the Twins skipper. Uh, not, not Aaron Boone. But, I mean, when you look at what the Twins did this year and what they were expected, that alone puts them in, you know, Bedelli, in my opinion, he did earn his his um, Manager of the Year award. Um, you also have for Cy Young, so I mentioned Cy Young, uh, MVP Cody Bellinger beats out Yelich, and Mike Trout walks away with his third MVP award, the 11th player in Major League history to win three MVPs. Um, also matching his teammate uh, Albert Pujols, both with three. Right. Yeah. yeah, but look at their record. I mean, holy shit, they got to do something to help this guy out. Well, the, apparently they're they're trying to go in all in on pitching, but I mean, yeah, right now he's a wasted talent. Not only, again, he's the second. The Angels are the Mets of of LA. That's number one, and number two is, I mean, this is a team that's constantly in third or last place. And so the fact that he's winning these MVPs are because it's a weaker field around him. But also when he loses the MVP, it's because, well, your team still would have been terrible without you. So what does it matter? <laughs> um, but, of course, the other big news is that the Astros, Houston Astros, it has come out, according to The Athletic, uh, that there was a, um, a detailed uh, sign-stealing operation going on that helped them. That's high-tech. I uh, helped them in 2017. So as it goes, if you've heard, the camera pointed from center field directly at the um, catcher's signs. And then that is shown on a monitor in the hallway just below the right. club, between the clubhouse and the dugout. My question is, was Beltran the one banging on the garbage can? I don't know if he was. Um, well, he, he's a known uh, sign stealer, isn't he? Right, as a Big player, stealer, sign stealer. As a player, he was well known to you know a lot of players. A lot of um, catchers would get very frustrated with him. They would always uh, mm-hmm. you know uh, accuse him of peeking, like looking back at the but catcher. You don't blame the, the players for this. You blame management. I, well, I mean, look, I, I I would have to say, well, who comes up with it? Are you telling me that the players are going with coach? Hey, coach. Hey, AJ Hinch. I got a great idea. Let's start stealing signs. No, you know. But, this, but isn't it trendy when you lose to say that your signs are stolen? I mean, you know, there's a couple factors that make it almost kind of like, well, all right. So I understand that. So the whole thing was, you know, you see the 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 guy in the uh, hallway sees it, and then they bang on a trash can pretty loudly. Yeah. And there's right. actually some you know video footage to follow this up. But you've got. The fact that so they beat the Yankees in 2017 to make the World Series, right. and then they were able to win the World Series on the road. Really, if Dave Roberts was smarter in that Game Seven, they possibly could have beaten the Astros. But for some reason, he was he just he thought it was you know April and he let you Darvish work it out, giving up five runs. But then then you look at it because apparently they were even still doing it this year too. But you look at the World Series and the road team won every game. Look, uh, uh, it's likely it could have happened. You know, if you've got four 
former players, uh, four of which are anonymous, and then Mike Fears, who's the fifth, and they're pretty much laying it out. I'm sure it could happen, but what's going to happen? Like, wait, this isn't college football. They don't negate wins. They don't negate championships. Oh, what is it? Is it money? Are you gonna you gonna put money up again? Nobody's getting banned for this. Like, it's just not going to happen. You get slapped with a fine. The organization. Well, gets not hit. the players, but okay. So what? The the man. So AJ Hinch. He's not going to. You know, he's Major League Baseball is not going to tell me he can't be a head coach or a, a manager. But where's the proof? Oh, we just have these words. We just have video evidence. But, you know, an investigation, we'll see what... Because what, MLB is going to do their own investigation to see what it is. But uh, I, I really don't see what's so, going to happen. So what about Beltran? What, what do you make of that situation? He was on that team. I understand he was on that team. If, and, and he was on the management side. He wasn't playing. No, no, no. He was the designated hitter that season. No, the, oh, okay. the other manager... Invo- so it's A.J. Hinch, who's the manager. And at the time, Alex Cora... Who is now so the, is it possible to be on the team and not know that this was going on when, when that's your expertise? Ah, uh, I mean, it might be hard. Look, did they lean on him? Yeah, they probably leaned on him a little bit to, you know, hey, help us out. But, I mean, uh, he's not going to come to the Mets and start, hey, you know what? Hey, Wilpons, let's get a camera. Like, he's not going to do this no, whole no, thing No, again. I'm just saying, was he complicit in all this? And did he know about I'm it? I'm sure. Look, and is it is it you know is it wrong to want to win at all costs? No, it's not wrong at all. Why do why why have they done any of this throughout the years? Why was there the steroid scandal? Because you wanted to win, obviously, to also have you know uh, the stats, the gaudy numbers. But the other side of the coin is just because you know what pitch is coming doesn't mean you can hit it. Right? No, it's true. You know, so look, I, my I whole it's, you know it, 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 it's good uh, off season talk. Well, of course it is. Yeah. I mean, the only signing that's happened right out the deals, uh, right out the gates, is that Will Smith, the uh, closer for the Giants, is now a Brave. But I mean, right now, like the Brave needs more. Oh boy! Right, exactly. Yeah. But if you're a Mets fan, you don't hear anything about Braves. No, and you're hearing all these rumblings about trades that could happen, specifically with, with uh, Francisco Lindor, who's the uh, shortstop for the Indians. Um, the idea that the Dodgers are trying very heavily to get him out to give them more uh, offensive power and also a better defense because, I mean, their their shortstop situation is not as strong as it could be. They're strong everywhere else, and they've got the, the young players and prospects to deal. So it remains to, seen what, what remains to be seen what happens, and especially because these last two off-seasons have been just uh, just you know, abandoned towns in terms of nobody signing, and especially those big money players. So you know what? Trades are in vogue. So why not talk about trades, especially with a, a really good young shortstop in the middle? True. And the Indians have, have guys in the pipeline they want to bring up. So why not? But again, it remains to be seen and what really is going to happen with um, this whole cheating allegations. So that remains to be seen as well for that. Um, moving over to college football, and uh, uh, Goliath has fallen, although Goliath lose to another Goliath. Um, Alabama, Alabama loses at home, which is a big deal, at home to LSU. Joe Burrow jumps over the lead for the uh, Heisman Trophy Um as they beat Alabama forty six to forty one in a game that they were leading, they were up by twenty at halftime. LSU, they were. They were. It was big. 
So they are on the road, a win on the road, and it drops Alabama out of the down to uh, five. Um, but, but it's not over. Right. Well, they're on the no, it's not over, but they're on the outside looking in. So right now, your um, the college football playoff, the selection committee already has LSU one, Ohio State two, Clemson three, and Georgia four. A one loss Georgia team over Alabama. That's still two. Two SEC teams in there, and uh, right now LSU's got the the stranglehold on the, um, the I think that's the Western Conference in the SEC. So I mean, if Alabama goes uh, stays undefeated the rest of the way, or at least the Alabama can't jump them, LSU's going to win that that division and then play in the SEC title game against I'm guessing Georgia. So Alabama's only hope is that Georgia. I think Georgia loses to LSU. No, I think that's likely. And then Alabama. Actually, if LSU loses, Alabama sneak. I don't know. It's it's so confusing. Mm-hmm. But the point is, is that right now there are two SEC teams, but that's not likely to stay that way. Right. Um, and Minnesota. I mean, that's a Big Ten team, and they're undefeated nine and zero. They go into Penn State, and they no, they were at home, weren't they? Um. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yes, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I think they were at home. Yeah. But still, but still, so Penn yeah, State. Yeah, yeah, of course. The um, that was the, a big upset. That was a big upset. Highly ranked P, um, Penn State because remember they were in the top in the yeah. selection committee, but they they dropped out of their chances. So Minnesota's at eight, still behind Oregon and Utah as well. But I mean, here's a undefeated Big Ten team, no respect, an undefeated Big Twelve team in Baylor, and they're all the way at thirteen. I mean, they've got, they've got Oklahoma this week um, at home, so it remains to be seen, Oklahoma 8-1. and one. So if Baylor can, can slay the Giant, that'll jump them up, I think, a lot. And you have to take them seriously, an undefeated Big 12 team that sure. high as well. Um, Ohio. Now, how, how did Rutgers fare? Uh, I mean... Uh, it was a 52.5-point spread. I feel sorry for the parents. Knowing their kids are going to get beat up like that. Well, just anybody who's like, you know what, this is where I want to go. You know, it's it's just it's it's sad. It's sad. What was that score? I'm looking it up right now. Oh, they haven't played yet. <laughs> I, really, technically, have they played at all this season? I don't know if they have because <laughs> from the from my look from my vantage point, they they haven't been doing much playing at all. It's more like, are you crazy? I mean, it really is. Uh, let's take a look real quick at that. Uh, they lost thirty-eight to ten to Il- to Illinois, the Fighting Illini. They're overall two and seven, and they're zero and six in their own conference. They get undefeated Ohio State coming into Piscataway. Yeah, oh yeah, that's this week. That's that's Saturday. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's and, fifty-two and a half point spread. And I mean, it's going to be red, but there's going to be plenty of silver behind it, and a lot of a lot of Buckeyes. A lot of Buckeye wear. True, man. Yeah, you don't want to be around there. I mean, you, you're welcome to be around there, but why Why you would even wear that Scarlet R, I'll never know. Yeah, so that's oh, not, not oh, good man, for you. This crazy play. So the, the Steelers quarterback throws it a deep... It's it's uh, yeah, it's a flea flicker. Back to, the, back to him. He throws it down, and it bounces off the helmet, and then... Intercepted and then run back. I forget how many yards. 
He's outrageous. Are you watching this? Uh, no, I don't. I can't reach. Uh, don't have to, te- I don't okay. have to have a bad television yet. But yikes! He throws it back. I mean, this might be. I mean, Cleveland might actually slay their own giant. Yeah, and beat Pittsburgh. Good for them. Yeah, that's my mistake, by the way. <laughs> that's for sure. Oh my goodness! Oh, this this is highlight real stuff. Yeah, right, absolutely. Um, moving over to fantasy real quick. I have also been slain. My first loss in uh, one of my leagues. I was nine and zero. Now I'm nine and one. And that's the best I can say for all my leagues. That's the only one that I'm actually succeeding in. The other ones I'm near the bottom or at the bottom. So you can't win them all, but sometimes, sometimes well, these things happen. Good no. times are bad. Neither of them last. Well, that's true. And it's not like I look. I've won fantasy titles before. I've been in the basement in several fantasy leagues before. I've had one wins, two wins. So I know what it's like. I've So you've been rich and poor and rich is better. I've I've dined with kings and queens and dined on pork and beans. So I know <laughs> thank you, Dusty. So I know all about that. I get it. So, all right. All right, Dad, well thanks for joining me this week on this episode. Uh, it's been fun. All right, I'll see you later. Andrew, take it away. This has been another episode of Everyman Sports. The show's music is Cold Funk by Kevin McLeod and is licensed under CC Attribution 3.0. Everyman Sports can be found on Facebook.com, where you can like it to receive updates and news. Visit Everyman Sports in the iTunes Store to leave a review of the show. Also, visit everymansports.podbean.com directly to comment and support. Everyman Sports can be contacted directly at everymansports at gmail.com. 